It is the headline that caught everyone off guard. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are stepping back from royal duties and they plan to become financially independent. Wait, what? We'll get into what our money friends had to say and so much more on this edition of Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown-Up podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City. And coming to you from my mom's half-finished basement outside of Detroit, Michigan, where we make the Stacky Benjamin Show. I'm Joe Saul Cihai. This is the money news show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape. We break those stories down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. Today's show is brought to you by Bobby Show, financial grown-up, being a grown-up's heart, especially when it comes to money. Host, my good friend, Bobby Rebel, certified financial planner and author of How to Be a Financial Grown-Up, asks her guests to share one money story that impacted their lives in one lesson. Then she gives listeners her take and specific ways they can use it in their life. You'll find Financial Grown-Up wherever you're listening to us now, and you'll hear the same sweet tones of Bobby Rebel. That was so nice, Joe. Thank you. You know, I thought you've got this great show. We should talk about that great show just from time to time, you know. So we'll, we'll talk about it more. It. We'll talk about it more in the show because now we've got two other people that are putting on a show and it seems like a show that uh, a certain queen is not that happy with. Yes. Well, which one of our, our uh, friends is going to lead us into the headline? Let's find out. This is Gertrude, room mom over at the Stacking Benjamins Facebook basement group. I just like hanging out and chatting about the news. That's why I tuned into Money with Friends. Okay, this story comes to us from the AP and the headline is Prince Harry and Meghan Markle to step back from royal family and become financially independent. And it's coming out of London. Britain's Prince Harry and his wife, Meghan, said they are planning to step back as senior members of the royal family, a stunning revelation that underscores the wish of the couple to forge a new path for royals in the modern world. A statement issued by Buckingham Palace said Wednesday that the royal couple intend to become financially independent, shunning public support to underpin their work on charities. It said they intend to, quote, balance their time, between the UK and North America, where the 38-year-old Duchess of Sussex grew up. Quote, after many months of reflection and internal discussions, we have chosen to make a transition this year in starting to carve out a progressive new role within the institution, the couple said in a statement. Quote, we intend to step back as senior members of the royal family and work to become financially independent while continuing to fully support Her Majesty the Queen. Harry, age 35, is the grandson of Queen Elizabeth II and is sixth in line to the British throne. Before marrying Harry in 2018, the Duchess was the American actress known as Meghan Markle and a star of the TV show Suits. Real couple is a baby son, Archie, who was born in May 2019. Although as an actress and human rights advocate, the Duchess was accustomed to media attention before her marriage. She's made no secret of the fact that the transition to the level celebrity faced by Britain's royal family was difficult. Last year, Harry lashed out at the British media for its treatment of his wife, accusing the media of hounding her the way they did his mother, Princess Diana, who died in a 1997 car crash while trying to elude paparazzi. My deepest fear is history repeating itself. I've seen what happens when someone I love is commoditized to the point they're no longer treated or seen as a real person. I lost my mother, and now I watch my wife falling victim to the same powerful forces, Harry said in the fall. I 
I have one question. I don't, I don't know that this, would this change that? Because I think that this is just what we do. I mean, TMZ does this with, with, uh, with actors. I mean, we commoditize these, these people. We don't want them to be real people. We want them to be these caricatures who are whatever we want them to be. Well, I think this goes to how this actually plays out because you do see that there's some actors that, and I know this from working in a newsroom for so many years, you think they're just caught off off, off guard, whatever, while they're going to the gym, but very often press releases go out or calls are made so that the paparazzi does know, no, this is true. People don't know this, but I remember there would be things saying that Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt were going to be, you know, disembarking a plane at this place or things like that. So they're yes. often not by chance. They're being tipped off by the star's publicists themselves. It's the always weird. Is, there are publicists that go live very, there are, uh, I'm sorry, actors and public figures that do absolutely have the ability to step off the grid and restrict media access if that's what they choose. I mean, I think it was Demi Moore and Bruce Willis went and raised their daughters in Idaho. I don't know why I'm thinking of them, but you know, there are ways. So this has to play out. We'll see what they mean. I'm constantly disappointed because I alert the press when I go out to my car and start <laughs> it in the morning and nobody's out there to greet me. I get so, I get so upset, but, but, but it's funny. I'm watching, I'm watching an episode of the newest season of the crown. Do you watch the crown? I do. I think I'm on season three. I'm kind of in the middle of season three. Is is season three? Do they have the new cast? The new yes. yes. I'm on the one with the new cast. We don't want to do any spoilers though, Joe. So no. But what I will say is is there's an episode that I'm watching now where they're really getting to the heart of what is the monarchy's real role. I don't know if you've you've watched that one, but they don't think I've gotten there. They're doing a documentary about the about the royals trying to humanize them. And then the question is what yes. I said earlier: Do we want to humanize them, and should they be humanized? And and really, what is their role? And it seems like like their role, like after watching that, I got the idea that their role is to publicize things that are important in British society like that. You know, that that really is 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 their power is to draw attention to these important initiatives, important things that um, that are happening in in Great Britain. So if that if that really is the role of a royal I mean, that seems like a fairly noble thing to be doing. Yet I feel like Harry and Meghan are presenting it as if it's as if it really is a waste of time as if it's a waste of time and, and they should be doing could be doing something far more important. I don't know. I don't I kind of disagree on that. So I, I agree with you on what the role is these days. It's evolved into basically being goodwill ambassadors for both Great Britain to tourists and to create interest and pride among the great British people for a lot a lot of them that are into it, and to promote and draw attention to worthy causes, which is something Princess Diana certainly did a lot of. But I also see that no matter how noble it is, at the end of the day, we all want to have our own free will and our own choice to define who we want to be and how we want to contribute to the world. And they posted an update, for example, to their website saying the Duke and Duchess of Sussex take great pride in their work and are committed to continuing their charitable endeavors as well as establishing new ones. In addition, they value the ability to earn a professional income, which in the current structure they are prohibited from doing. Now, there's no shortage of money, of actual compensation, okay? Because we get into this, Megan has a net worth reportedly of about $5 million, and she's self-made. She was making reportedly $450,000 um, 
per season from the TV show that she was on. And certainly Prince Harry has inherited something like 40 million, they're saying, is what his his net worth is coming from a trust fund left to him from his his mother. So that's separate from any income he's getting. So there's no income issue here. But there is, it seems, a desire among this next generation, as is true, and I hate to say, but relatable to younger generations from many children of wealthy people to define themselves, to do something other than what they were literally just born to do. They want to, that's my sense of it, that he wants to be his own person and frankly, not necessarily be tied down to the family business. I mean, so many family businesses do not last for generations, certainly in tightly held family structures because the kids don't want the family business sometimes. And it sounds like there's a conflict here. Oh no, there's, well, yeah, definitely. I think that, um, that this this idea of wanting to make your mark and set off on your own path is is interesting but i also think it's maybe later that you kind of realize how important the 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 family unit maybe the family business is um and i don't know because because when you read not in this piece but in another piece that i read you know from the crown side it seems like they thought that this was like a beginning of a dialogue and all of a sudden, Harry and Meghan went, nope, we're going public right now. Bam. I read this morning elsewhere. I think the Guardian's piece said that the royal family learned about it at the same time that you and I did. Like everybody everybody learned about it once. So I, are they, I don't know, are they, are they underestimating what their worth is as as a royal? Is it Megan pushing back on on the fact that it's such a spotlight all the time and doesn't want a piece of that, like which comes with marrying a prince, I think? Um, I'll tell you what I do like. I do like this idea of financial independence and bringing in money. You know, I mean, uh, we do this live on, on YouTube today. So if you want to join us, head to the Money with Friends channel on YouTube. And Ron's here and said, how much do they earn at their job? Ostensibly, I think, talking about working with a royal family says, oh, entitlement. Well, I have, wait, I have information on that though, Joe. I did some homework here. Yes. Okay, Ron, I have that information. You, Harry earned between 50 and $53,000 as a helicopter pilot when he was in the army. And as I mentioned, Meghan Markle's estimated net worth is $5 million. She reportedly earned $450,000 per season of suits. And before that, she was known as someone that really worked very hard. She had a number of jobs, you know, both in acting, of course, um, you know, doing um, whatever that the various series she was on CSI Miami. She's been in movies like Horrible Bosses. So she worked hard at that. But she also had a lot of just everyday jobs working her way up in the world. Um, So, you know, she was a game show model. I mean, she did all kinds of things to, you know, she's totally self-made. So, you know, they, they have earned money. She certainly has. And he technically did as a pilot. It's, he become a pilot. It's, <laughs> it's funny. People can't, people can't do anything about the hand they were dealt when they were born. I've had this talk a lot lately. Whether you're born on the more than fair side, which I think we can say that both of these people were, at least Harry was, right? Well, no, Megan, Megan was the daughter of a lighting director um, in Hollywood. So he had a job, but as I understand it, and this is one of those crazy stories, I understand he won the lottery and that's what paid for her go- to go to college, which I believe was at Northwestern. So she had her college paid for just because her dad, who was a lighting director, won the lottery. So she was not born to great means. No. A working family, but you know. On his end, he... He certainly was, but still yes. this, th- this idea, no matter what hand they started with to want to 
have be be completely independent and not on the payroll and still be able to do the work that they were doing to some degree for the for the crown. Yeah. I think that that piece is pretty noble. And, you know, we're speculating about what happened behind the scenes. I think very often with breakups, you have one side that is trying to make the case for quite a long time and the other side just isn't hearing it. And so this is completely speculation, but we're saying that this happened very suddenly. We don't know how long this was going on behind the scenes. We'd heard about a rift between uh, Meghan Markle and Kate Middleton. We'd heard that they were going their separate ways. They had they had separated their charities some time ago. So even though the... Um, um, the palace is saying that this is implying that this is very sudden. We don't know that they just weren't taking it seriously sure. and this was that needed to be done. And I have obviously no firsthand knowledge of this. <laughs> no? <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Why not? Seems, it's a breakup. These are like, just stereotypes for breakups. Yes. Sometimes, but it is true. Usually when any relationship breaks up, very often one person can say this was coming for a very long time and one person is blindsided. I want to make this actionable for everybody, whether you're you're on your commute or hanging out with us here on YouTube. I think the actual part here for me, Bobby, is is the fact that these people are thinking about where their money comes from, how they're earning a living, and where their place in the world is. And whether you're a royal or somebody who's been an actress or somebody who's a lighting director for a company or whatever you are, I think looking at looking at your place and thinking about what is my legacy going to be versus what am I going to eat for dinner tonight is a, is a big step no matter where you are. And even if you have tons of debt, I mean, there's people I'm sure watching or listening that have tons of debt. And seriously, I've been there where you have to think seriously about how am I going to eat tonight? You still, if you're going to ever drive anything, you have to think about the bigger picture. Where do I want to be? You don't get out of where you are now until you think about where you want to be. And certainly, you know, even though we can talk about entitlement or whatever, I, I think it's admirable. They're thinking about what they want to be. Yes, we did put this to our Instagram audience. We asked them, what's your take on the Royals plan to be, quote, financially independent? So would you want to hear some of the responses? Joe? Absolutely. All right. So we have Nate Rhodes said, FI, meaning financial independence with billions of family dollars backing is the FI I want. <laughs> A little snark there. <laughs> We had Shane said, good for them, following their hearts and not their paycheck, courtesy of the taxpayers. We had Made Very Good said, how much do they have to earn for it to be considered independent of his heritage? Because it is a head start. I mean, people have talked about him, you know, working. He has an alliance with Oprah Winfrey, and certainly he can get paid for speaking engagements. Sure, sure. Um, and so, but those would not exist were he not Prince Harry. So is it truly financially independent? I think it still is, though. I mean, if we just look at it from a balance sheet perspective, there there are two things. And, and, and by the way, that piece of snark always drove me crazy. There were people, there was this woman that was a financial advisor in uh, Seattle, and she would get a lot of, uh, our friend Jordan Harbinger would put it this way, stank, around the fact <laughs> that she worked with a bunch of Boeing people and she would help them roll over their their uh, pension funds as a lump sum under her management. So she ended up being the number one advisor for the big company I worked with. She ended up being the number one advisor in the country. And I remember being at a lot of events and people would say that this woman, it was a bunch of crap because her dad was a bigwig at, at Boeing. And that was how she got where she was. You know what? That's part of the thing 
But there was a second half, which is she had to work her butt off. She had to take that opportunity and make something of it. She had to do that. Her dad couldn't do that for her. She had to be competent enough that her dad's uh, people that work with her dad would want to, to work with them. So to some degree, okay, yeah, she's able to get an introduction to Oprah, but he still has to be reasonable enough and intelligent enough to make something all of, of all that. And that no matter who you are, that's still hard. Yes. I, I totally agree. I mean, you know, look, people controversy about Kylie Jenner and her lip kits and so on. But the truth is, there's a lot of really rich young women that don't come out with lip kits that end up becoming billion dollar businesses, including, by the way, her sisters didn't make as much money. And in theory, they certainly had just as many advantages. So I think that obviously you have to say with help, of course, it helped a little, a lot, but no one else did it. I think it's lots kinda, of lots of young people try to put up put out makeup lines that aren't as successful. I think it's just kind of easy and kind of lazy and deflects attention from our own inability to do whatever we're not doing by going, well, look at them. They had that head start. So I don't have to do it. No. Go go figure out your own way. Yes. And Ron says haters gonna hate. <laughs> That's right. Ron always has a much more uh, succinct way of putting things than we do. In just a second, we're gonna try to be a little succinct with our takeaways. But first, I want to talk with Bobby just a second about her other podcast, which is called Financial Grown Up. Now, Financial Grown Up, yes. for those of you that don't know, is part of a brand overall where Bobby wrote a best-selling book. That's how Bobby and I first met, yeah. was around Financial Grown Up. But um, but you turned that into a podcast where you still interview exciting people. Tell people about a few of the people you've interviewed lately. Yes. Well, I have coming up very soon, we have Kara Golden, who's the CEO of Hintwater. We've had Barbara Corcoran on. We've had Kevin O'Leary. We've had Ryan Serhant from Million Dollar Listing New York. We've had David Bach. We've had Gene Chasky. And we've had Joe Saul Cihai. Shut up. Yeah. And everyone comes on. They they tell. We do a few that are sort of listicle um, episodes, but most of the episodes are people that are really successful, like Joe Saul Cihai, that talk about impactful money stories that really kind of um, created a memory and a, a trajectory in their lives that um, put them on a path to being, uh, you know, a financial grown up, which is effectively someone who has a grown up attitude towards their money, who isn't putting their head in the sand and hoping someone will fix everything, but basically taking ownership of whatever comes their way. And it's definitely not about perfection. It's about dealing with whatever life throws at you. And um, Joe's story, which we can you can search for and dig up on our on my website, which is just my name, Bobby Rebel. You can uh, search. There's a search function. You can search for his episode. You can hear about uh, the plastic shoes, plastic the story shoes. of plastic shoes. Yes, a horror story that I didn't know was a horror <laughs> story until much later. But we get a lot of people to reveal um, very candid um, and raw stories about um, money and how it impacted their life. And the story coming up with Kara Golden of Hintwater um, talks about actually um, how John Legend ended up investing in her company. It's a oh, story. Wow. She doesn't think she's ever told publicly. Wow. Um, so it's really, we get people to say things that they haven't said on other shows. And that's something I'm really proud of. And it's still also a short show and you'll find it at the same place that you're listening to us and Money with Friends. Uh, Bobby, you want to go first? Okay. My takeaway is that as much as people have been a bit snarky, about this because they're they are the royals are very well off financially. Everyone should be able to define their professional life. 
we talk a lot about how women should not have to give up their careers just because they've become wives and mothers. And while we can say, well, Meghan Markle gets to be a princess. So that's just, you know, the deal. But why does it have to be that way? Why? Why can't she have whatever professional ambitions she's always had? And Harry was born into this. He never had any choice really until now. Um, so many of us don't want to be defined by who our parents were and who our grandparents were. And apparently the royals are just like us. I, uh, it, it's funny how much they are like us and then watching the crown, how much, how difficult it is for them to try to be like us, right? To try yeah. to actually get there and get off that pedestal is so, it's so difficult for them. I love this idea that they want to be financially independent, but I like even more this idea that for them, it stems from their why. And Bobby, you and I had a long conversation. We actually delayed this episode for a little bit, uh, our recording, because we were having a conversation around financial independence and about how for too many people, it's about not being where you're at now, but being someplace else. But you don't think about where that other place is. And I feel like this all doesn't resonate from wanting to optimize everything, which is what I hear a lot in the financial independence community. Let's optimize. But optimize for what? Harry and Meghan know, maybe, maybe it's premature. I don't know. But it's all around their why. It's all around, I don't want this to be my why. We have this other vision of what our why is going to be, and we're going to work toward that. And then, by the way, once you figured that out, then optimizing is going to make you so much better off. So don't just make your own Gatorade to, to save a few bucks. Start off with your big vision and then work backwards. And I think it's going to make your life a heck of a lot better. I really like that. Thanks, Joe. It's so frustrating to see people <laughs> optimize without any direction. Uh, where do people hang out with us? It's different today. Thanks, by the way, to Ron and uh, and whoever else is hanging out here with us on YouTube. We're flying blind here. We are. You can find us, by the way, head to Money with Friends, our YouTube page. If you want to help out with the show like the people did today on Instagram, by the way, thanks to everybody who did that. How do they get a hold of us on Instagram? Our handle is at MoneyFriendsPod, both on Instagram and Twitter. We have a few weeks left of this particular season of Money with Friends and our current cast and to catch up on all those people and some of the awesome stuff that our cast does. Head to moneywithfriendspodcast.com and you'll get a list of all of them, all of our sponsors and their great work and uh, also a little bit about us. So, Bobby, thanks for playing again. Thanks for having me, as always. <laughs> on behalf of Bobby, I'm Joe. We'll see you again on Monday <laughs> at Money with Friends. And that Maybe I'll be ending. back. Yes, <laughs> I don't know. We have to talk. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. This show is created and hosted by Joe Saul Cihai and Bobby Rebel and is a joint venture of BRK Media LLC and Stacking Benjamins LLC, copyright 2019. Taylor Eichenberg engineered this show and Ashley Wall is the producer. For a list of our friends who appear on the podcast, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other video or podcast without first talking to your financial advisor and that the people in this episode are here for your and their entertainment purposes only. 
I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and we'll see you back here next time with another episode of Money with Friends.